CHACL Toronto. Welcome aboard. It is the Golf Show on a wonderful Saturday morning. Brent Gunning, Sam McKee here. The Golf Show is brought to you by your local Ontario Subaru dealers. Welcome to the Uncommon Performance in a Subaru with legendary, symmetrical, full-time, all-wheel drive. Sammy McKee, look, we both love the game of golf. We both love uh, the wonderful weather we're going to get in the coming days. But we're both basking in the afterglow of a wonderful Maple Leafs win last night. You know, look, we all love having a hot topic (laughs) conversation early on in the round. And we've all played these rounds. Everybody just gets to the tee box and there is no how you doing. There's no how's wife and kids. It's just, oh, my God, the Leafs. And, oh, my God, the Leafs, Sam McKee. There is uh, around the GTA and around Canada and around the world. Maybe not the world, but maybe you can. Yeah, probably the world. It's a worldwide world. There are there are people teeing off right now, and there is some gushing going on. You know, I'm just I'm just thinking of uh, the guys rolling into Humber Valley Golf Course with the Mark Giordano jersey hanging in the pro shop, and they're just like, "Holy hell, boys! My heart's not gonna make it through this run." Can you believe Soupy? How good was he last night? How about David Camp? This guy's a sniper. So. I'm absolutely thrilled about that win last night, Gunner. I the the biggest takeaway I have from the game is it's the first round. Like I I don't know how. Maybe okay. So maybe there's a part. Are we doing Leafs takes? Yeah, give me a give me a Leafs take. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's a part of me that the first round there's so much pressure on the Leafs and their fans, and just to have this sort of feeling and having the ability of every idiot on the internet and every idiot in your life that's not a Leaf fan being like, oh, well, yeah, do it in the first round. There's so much pressure on the first round. And it feels like it's the Stanley Cup final because they're playing such a good team. There's so much pressure. So I'm hoping, Gunner, once the Leafs potentially, maybe, God willing, find a way to get past the Stanley Cup champions into the second round, I'll feel a little less pressure. But that's probably not true, and we both know it. But I, I really do feel like the first round is their biggest test this year. Yeah, of, of course. I mean, man, just uh, you want to talk about tests. I was tested last night. Man, my butt was clenched for that entire oh, third period. A few tight b-holes around Toronto. Oh, yeah. No oh, yeah, very, very much so. And you mentioned you mentioned our, our favorite aesthetic pro shop, at least uh, in the GTA, uh, the Humber Valley which all, uh, pro shop, which always has a Leafs jersey up. And I thought I would just <laughs> channel them today. I've got my Tavares jersey on uh, with my Golf Canada hat as we do the show. So I am uh, I am checking all the boxes there. Uh, I, again, uh, we're, we're all jacked up you're going to be hearing that 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 exact snippet of conversation will be happening in every line you're at in stores today if you're waiting to tee off you're gonna be hearing that if you're doing groceries so, you're gonna be hearing that uh yeah go ahead buddy one more one more leaf take for you yeah give if it to i me. had a to- if i had a told you right now that we'd be sitting here and everyone was talking about the vaunted the unbeatable Andre Vasilevsky, and I'm looking down at the the box score here from the first three games. They've shot 11 pucks past this man in three games. So good. that's something that coming into this series I wasn't necessarily expecting, but the Leafs have lo- made the best goal in the world, quote-unquote, look rather beatable, and Jack Campbell at the other end had one of the better games, looking like Cujo in the third period, that save on, on Stamkos. So, uh, yep, we can get to the golf now, but an excellent win, and enjoy the afterglow on the first tee today. Sun is shining. Uh, the ladies and men around Toronto and around Canada are fired up, guaranteed. 
And let me do a little cross-promotion here. If you want more mm. Leafs takes like that, you can get them from Sam McKee on a couple of podcast feeds. One, oh. when I drag them out of him uh, like dentist, <laughs> like a dentist pulling teeth on uh, Leafs Nation postgame with myself and Gord Stellick. You can check that out on the Leafs Nation feed. Of course, uh, you, you and the guys on Real Kipper and Born doing uh, wonderful, wonderful work. So uh, check those out wherever you get your pods. Thanks, wherever, wherever you're listening to this pod that, that I'm talking right now, uh, just uh, – Take a look for uh, Leafs Nation and Real Kipper and Bourne. Tons of Leafs takes there. Uh, tons of golf takes here. McKee, you want to hit us with your customary weather report? Uh, as always, before we get into that, we want to hear from you if you're out there. 590, 590, please include your name and location. Want to know where you're teeing it up. If you're playing this weekend, you got a special Mother's Day round. If you're like me and nearly booked a Mother's Day round before realizing what that would do to your life. Uh, so, yeah, let us know uh, what, what you're up to this weekend, 590-590 at the text line. Uh, McKee, uh, you got a weather report for us, or do you just want to sit on the misery I almost put myself in uh, tomorrow? I, I'm just – I actually am just kind of thinking this through because you mentioned it to me about um, about you potentially playing tomorrow. And I, I got new clubs, and we'll get to that in a bit. So I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to sneak out for for an 18 before we have uh, the lease broadcast tomorrow night. But, yeah, I didn't – the 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 thought that even crossed my mind, it's the first Mother's Day. Like, it's not even like, mm-hmm. it's like, is this the, is it the first? Well, no, there was, second. there was one, this is the second one, but like the baby was basically yeah. uh, surgically stitched to her for the first ones. So I couldn't yes. do much. So now this is the one where it's like, you know, you really gotta, you really gotta show up. You need to, yeah. Gunner, we'll, we'll, we'll talk offline about some gifts and other stuff that you should probably <laughs> shower your lovely wife, Sam, with. And uh, we'll talk about that off air. But the weather this week <laughs> is unbelievable if you're a golfer you are just in heaven we're, we're starting out to uh tomorrow with 13 a little cooler that's okay it's a great fashion day on the course you know you get a nice little mm. quarter zip nice pair of pants nice hat but then as we move through the week 14 and sunday monday 17 and sunny tuesday up to 20 and sunny on wednesday 22 23 23 Woo! just a spectacular week if you're looking to play some hooky you know the sun is shining. Least playoffs are on. Nice little early morning round before the before your before work. Maybe I would never do something like that. So no. a beautiful week of weather as we head into uh, spring here, and maybe maybe some consistency on weather because it hasn't been good up to this point. Yes, I mean we all get frustrated by it when you're sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, I can start peppering some rounds and start scheduling, and then you get the forecast and it's five degrees. And look, you're gonna go play, but you just wish you'd like to enjoy it. But as much as it's driving us insane. You imagine the guys who have to take care of the courses right now. Oh the thaw, the stop, the rain, the sleet, the snow, everything here. And then it's up to 20 degrees. It's just, I, I pray for those guys and gals because, man, uh, not an easy gig. I would really like to go play a round of golf where it's not, I don't have to pick up my ball and literally give it a bath every swing because it's been mucky <laughs> out there. And listen, it's not on the courses that I play. It's just, it's impossible to keep it as dry as you need it to be and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, you needed some nice weather here, and this week's going to be phenomenal. First text on the text line comes in from Tal- Colin. He's on my, he's on his way to Nobleton Lakes for the first oh. time, a place we've played with Hugh Burrell before. Great track. I believe there's nine. I think believe there's three nines there, three or nines. four nines, three nines, three, three nines. nines. Uh, really great spot. So enjoy yourself today. The weather's perfect. Some palatial houses up on hills overlooking, oh, yeah. uh, over, oh, yeah. overlooking uh, several of the greens yeah. there at Nobleton Lakes. Hey, hey I love that place. Uh, our buddy Huber over Golf Town, he'd, uh, he'd occasionally get us out there. So, yeah, definitely uh, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy it out there. Happy to see you uh, pe- peppering in uh, on the text line. You mentioned you want to play around this year where you don't have to give your ball like a full spa treatment at, after every mm-hmm. hole. I'd like to play around this year where I'm not bringing – 
every piece of clothing I own with me on the course. We, <laughs> we had our round a couple weeks ago. Now I guess it was. I, I played know. with I played with you, Kipper, and and Bourne, and I had now I overlayered. This is a little on me <laughs> for sure. But I had a jacket, I had a vest, I had a hoodie, I had a quarter zip, and by the end of the round, my bag, it was it was 57 pounds because I had so much clothes in it. So I'm looking forward to just, hey, nothing wrong. I love a quarter zip. You know me. But if I had my quarters, oh, yeah. it'd be 16 degrees every day, and I'd be in uh, shorts and a quarter zip. But uh, very, very happy to be getting some more consistent temperatures here because I'm sick and tired of uh, looking like the Michelin man when I start around and looking like I'm in Cabo by the time it's done. <laughs> so where do you want to go from here, Gunnar? Do you want to go for what we're doing on Monday? You want to go to yeah, my new club? That, what do you want to do? That, that, that's as good a tee up as any. Let's be honest. We're selfish guys. I mean, me much more so than Sam McKee. And the reason I care about the weather this week is because we got a pretty big round uh, coming up on Monday. And here's a little preview for what we'll get. A- oh, you know what? Actually, sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about this now. We should probably mention something. Uh, David oh, Faraday, yeah. he's going to call us in about 15 minutes time. So don't go anywhere. David Faraday, much better storyteller than uh, Sam or me. So we will uh, coax a few out of him. Uh, bad, bad job hosting by us. We probably should have mentioned good, that. Good before, before our Leafs takes, we probably should have mentioned that David Faraday's coming <laughs> on the show. Uh, but Monday coming up. Uh, so ne- on next week's show, we're going to do a bit of a deep dive on the RBC Canadian Open coming up. And why are we doing that? Well, because, drum roll please. We're going to play it on Monday. Yes, we are. We'll be out there. Uh, the Golf Canada is having a, and RBC is having everybody out for the, uh, the media day there at St. George's. Uh, it's been so, so long in the making. I mean, in terms of, you know, the game's best getting back to this track. It's the number two course in the country. We've been waiting. It's been circled. And selfishly, we have been dying to play this place for, for uh, forever. So I can't wait for Monday. It's going to be a ton of fun. I know you've, you've got a little extra reason to be excited, but uh, what, are you, uh, what are you most looking forward to about that? I'm just, you know, it's, this is really kind of not nerdy, but I just get so excited when I get to add another top 100 course to my list. 100%. It's like the score golf list is so, for the top 100 courses in Canada, it's just so awesome for golfers because it just gives you that little feeling that you're like a prestigious guy and you get to cross sure. another one off the list. And I believe last time, was it, it was St. George's two or three? It's in the top five, I know. So that'll give me. two at the last ranking. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll give me three in the top five with Cabot Cliffs and Cabot Links, so I'm really looking good. So, uh, not to brag. Uh, anyways, I just I'll I have really two in the top am... seven with Hamilton. That's that's my brag. Oh yeah. So I just I really really am interested in seeing how they've got it set up. A couple sources within the city have said it's looking mm-hmm. absolutely spectacular, immaculate, if you will. So I'm really really looking forward to seeing what they got it set up like. It's probably going to kick the you-know-what out of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been playing okay. I had a horrible round yesterday. I shot 90, finished. I had a 9 on 18. I just was not really good. But I I'm I want my game to be in good shape heading into this round. I think of the par 3. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's like one of the ones that they always take the picture of with the one in the mm-hmm. valley. It's a longer par 3. You and I walked it early pandemic. I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if that was an allowed thing to do, but we're, we'll do it. It looked unbelievable. So just really excited. Get to bump shoulders with all the Canadian golf media who we've been able to get to know so well over this show and other events. So I just can't wait. I can't wait to yuck it up. I can't wait to just get out there and you know feel the wind in my hair and have some have some swings. But when I talk about swings, Gunner, mm-hmm. tell us why. Yeah. So yeah, uh, as we talked about, uh, was that last golf show that we did that we talked about yeah. where, where I went and got fitted? 
So I went and got fitted at Cobra Golf. Uh, did the whole shebang. It was an incredible experience. Uh, the top-notch, just first-class everything with all the stuff they taught me. And I ended up pulling the trigger. I haven't bought new clubs in my whole life. I've been gifted clubs from my great-uncle Don my whole life. He gave me clubs probably about 10 or 11 years ago that were not right for me. The guy was kind of, you know, the guy kind of made me feel like an idiot for how bad my clubs were uh, <laughs> at the place. He didn't do it on purpose. Just the stuff he was saying. I was like, yeah, these, these clubs are not right for me. So I ended up pulling the trigger, and I went with the Cobras. I got the one-length irons. They're all one length, the same length a, as a This seven. is a move, McKee. Yeah. So they're all the length of a 7-iron, and I'm really excited to see because the thing when I was swinging into the screen, and the screen's always different than when you're out on the course, but it just felt so much more natural just to have them all be the same length, and it's something I've always wanted to do. I've been talking about it forever, so I got a big boy new driver. Holy hell, does this thing look it looks mean, looks horny. I'm ready to swing it, and I got my iron. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting out there and giving it a try. Have to play tomorrow. Can't have my first swings with the new clubs be at St. George's. But, yeah, really, really, really feeling very blessed to be able to have new clubs, play a top five course in the country with all my friends. So, yeah, just really excited, Gunner. I, I got to say, uh, when you, I went with you when you did the whole fitting uh, experience there, and I took a few cracks with the it, – it's funny. I, I had the one-length irons. You, you, they were kind of fitting you for them there, but the, because you're a lefty, they didn't have the full, the full set. I was able to take some cuts with the, the one-length there, and I was amazed at how unawkward it felt. I was amazed at how Correct. natural it all felt. You, you picture yourself as having to have that, like – Bryson like pendulum and back and foot and I can assure you it is not an even smooth pendulum when I am when I am rocketing it but it just felt so natural honestly and it, it's that was honestly the biggest surprise about it to me so I I, uh, I can't wait to see how how your game looks with them and yeah we will uh, we'll have a full report uh, next week uh, on the golf show when we hear how you uh, hacked it up at St. George's and just quickly one last <laughs> thing on St. George's it's like I'm just excited to see the history of the game you know this is one of the oldest courses in our country it's it's filled 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 with history you mentioned Cabot obviously that's at kind of the other end of the spectrum you know kind of the the new sexy hotness on the top hundred there so I'm uh, I'm just excited to soak it all in and we'll have a uh, we'll have full report and kind of look ahead to the uh, RBC Canadian Open next week uh, we should probably talk about the tournament happening this week and let's be honest I really just want to talk about a little friendly fire uh, from President's Cup teammates Mark Leishman and Corey Connors Leishman shanked a wedge shot and almost hit Corey Connors and anytime Mark Leishman does something I've done it's uh, bad, bad for the game of golf because uh, I I did almost smoke you with a with a bucket no, shot. No, you did smoke. No, me. I did smoke you. That's right. There's no almost about it. I did hit you. Uh, I just I saw that. It was the first thing I thought of was when I when I nuked you uh, with my wedge. At uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, that would have been at uh, Indian Wells out in Burlington. In Burlington, yeah. So um, I always love seeing guys on tour do things that we can do. That always makes me feel really good. And I was looking at the leaderboard this morning. I love to see Jason Day's name back at the top of the leaderboard. Back from the dead? This guy, but he seems like he always kind of does this, where he'll go through long stretches of not contributing, not being around, and then he'll pop up and he'll win one. That putting stroke is just so good. The back, always an issue with him. There's other ailments that have gotten to him. But when this guy is on top of his game, he is a top player, and he just seems like such a lovable guy. I'm really happy to see this guy regain some form. Homa in second place. Love Homa as well. So a good little weekend of PGA Tour golf coming up here. I'm really looking forward to it. Honestly, the funniest thing about Day being back in contention and having him in the mix this week is 
just a reminder of how different the PGA Tour was when Jason Day won his major. Like it, there, there Honestly. was no, there was no Morikawa, there was no Hovland, there, you know, Cam Smith was not really a, a feature the way we think of him now. Even a guy like Homa, Homa was the funny Twitter guy when when Day was winning, when one Day won his PGA Championship and won the RBC Canadian Open. Like it's just, it is, it's amazing to think of a guy who was. He was a focal point of the game. He was somebody we talked about heading into every single major and every single big tourney. And the years just go by so, so quickly in this game. And it's just kind of now, again, obviously the injuries make this a little more of a topic of conversation, but it's just that hammers home the point. We just did it last week of how many majors are all these guys going to finish with. And, you know, I'm not saying we would have put Jason Day at four majors or anything like that, but it's just it's so crazy to think how quickly it can just go and the game can just kind of not necessarily pass him by, but just there's just a whole new cast of characters from the last time he was really this relevant. For sure. And you, you just kind of forget how many tour wins he has. He's, I think he's up to 12. If he gets this weekend, be up to 13 wins. Like, guy has been a really good player for a long time. And I feel, like you said, with all the young guys coming in, with every sort of every new sexy guy that comes in, you feel like he gets more and more underrated and kind of dropped back. I think of the when I think of Jason Day, I don't know where it was, but he made the sickest par of all time, where he had to like take off his shoes and like go across like a marsh, <laughs> and he like got it up and down from an unbelievable spot. If you YouTube Jason Day amazing par, it'll come up. But the guy, I I really really love the guy, and I'm really happy to see him back on. You just anytime you see him in a video, and I, I think of that that video with him with Tiger Woods. When he yep. like asked him the question about like the the, the shot, and he's like, yeah, "What does that?" He's like, "What does that mean?" He's like, "Can you speak <laughs> English?" Like he's just he has no idea what he's talking about. So I uh, I'm a big fan of Jason Day. Happy to see him atop a leaderboard again. Yeah, that video is great. It's Tiger, Jason Day, and Rory, and they're all sitting there talking about chipping. And every Rory and Day are like, "Oh, okay, I think about my land point, and then I think about what's going to happen from there." And Tiger goes, "Oh, I just I just think about the ball going in the hole," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> But, like, how hard do you hit it? And he's like, I don't know. Just think about the ball going in the hole, and it does. And they're we like, well, tell okay. You. It's an easy that's, game. And that's why he's the GOAT. Like, it's just – and it's so funny the things that are burned in your brain because when I think of Jason Day, I remember once weather delayed a round, and he had to come back and had a putt for 59. And then he – or it was like a chip oh right God. off the fringe. And he missed it, obviously. And then uh, he's going to cry about his 60, I guess. So wouldn't we all love to have that uh, that problem there? Uh, anything else for, so for we, you this week? Yeah. Should we make fun of Sergio, or should we save that for Faraday? Save that for Faraday. Uh, Sergio Garcia, saying, oh, can't wait to get out of here. You do your thing about how we all feel well, dirty about cheering for him. Uh, well, that's for sure. But <laughs> I, I really have a tough time with these guys. They're just so unself. They're not. They've got no self-awareness, Gunner. None. Like None. Phil Mickelson, it's like, how much money has a PGA Tour given you? How much more? How much rich do you need to be? Like, yep. it just kind of, it's so, like, not to get, like, political or whatever, but, like, there's, you look around the world, and I understand that there's, it's a different level with golf, but you think of the people struggling, and he's like, I can't wait to get off this tour, as he's, like, wearing his $2,000 pants and, like, just whining out there. <laughs> I I can't stand Sergio Garcia, and I can't believe that I ever cheered for him, but just the way these guys act about the breakaway tour and, like, how the PGA Tour has done them so dirty, and they're, they've, it's given them nothing. Shut up. Honestly. Our our boy our our boy Shane Ryan nailed it. You know, you you get to a certain level of wealth and clout and you're just not used to having people challenge you. You know, these guys have coaches, yeah. but it's not like a Sheldon Keefe getting in their face. It's like a swing coach going 
how would you feel about maybe coming at it from this angle? Like it's, everything is a suggestion. Uh, so when something is a hard and fast rule, uh, certainly, certainly rubs them the wrong way. So just like Sergio we, rubs us the wrong way. For sure. So we'll go to break here, but I just want to read this text that we got and said, hi yes. guys. Good morning. Nice game last night. Leafs will beat Tampa. When the Toronto Maple Leafs beat Tampa, Toronto will go on to win the Stanley Cup. So, name, nameless texter, thank you very much for that text, and I agree. So, there we go. Uh, that is the general opinion of the GTA today. Can confirm uh, <laughs> right there. Uh, David Faraday coming up next. Man, this is going to be fun. Cannot wait to talk to Faraday. Uh, Brent Gunning and Sam McKee here on the Golf Show. And as always, the Golf Show is brought to you by your local Ontario Subaru dealers. Welcome to the Uncommon Performance in a Subaru with legendary, symmetrical, full-time, all-wheel drive. Faraday is next on the Golf Show. Welcome aboard. It is the golf show. Brent Cunning and Sam McKee. Very, very happy to be joined by our first only guest of the day. When you got a guest like this, you clear out the tee sheet for him. Our buddy now. We'll see how this conversation goes, I guess. David Faraday joins us. Faraday, how's it going this morning? Morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Fired up, fired up. Uh, we're we're happy here. Uh, big time for sports. It's an exciting time for golf here. Uh, so we're uh, we're happy to get going with you. And uh, before we get started with you, just want to pub uh, the event, the Faraday Classic, presented by National Bank. That's going to take place at Glencairn Golf Club Tuesday, June seventh. Tickets still available. It is a nine-hole skins game. Uh, Faraday going to be taking side bets. Uh, going to raise fifty grand for some local charities. Uh, First Tee Ontario, Sick Kids, and Darling Home. Uh, awesome that you're doing this. I know it's part of a big. Uh, tour you're doing uh david i feel like you know we're all put on this earth for one reason or another and you were you're wonderful at playing golf but i honestly think you talking smack about other people while they play golf might be your true calling like this feels <laughs> like it was an event created perfectly for you yeah yeah that's definitely what i'm here for no question about that <laughs> and uh you know it, it should be funny um we got emmett smith uh, curtis joseph ben roethlisberger and pat perez will be the foursome and um i'll be out there uh talking a bunch of crap about them <laughs> so how did you come to the the realization that you should get cujo out there because cujo is one of the most beloved sporting figures in the history of toronto sports one of the best goalies for that have played for the leafs who tipped you off yeah. to that idea david well, no, that, that, that's why, you know, I wanted Curtis uh, out <laughs> there. You know, he is so beloved, you know, by by yes. the Toronto crowd. And, uh, you know, with uh, Emmett Smith and Ben Roethlisberger and Pat Perez, you know, I, I think it's a good fit. So, David, you've done a million of these type of events and, you know, you've played with a million different celebrities. But if you, you know... If you had to pick one person that's kind of surprised you when you've played these things or jumped out to you about how good they are at golf, who would it be? Do you have somebody? Well, you know, Emmett is a heck of a player. I, I uh, don't know Ben. Um, I, I think he, he hits it about 350 yards, but we're not sure in which direction. <laughs> um, uh, I've uh, played a little with Emmett. You know, he's a Dallas guy, and so am I. Um, you know, so uh, you know, it, the quarterbacks tend to be uh, tend to be pretty good players. It's it's uh, it's not often you get a running back that's as as, as good a shape as Emmett is. They're usually pretty broken down by this stage. But Emmett has managed to keep his body, you know, in really good shape, and uh, he's he's a pretty darn good player. 
Yeah, it is. It's amazing, right? Golf is the game that seemingly guys from every sport find themselves playing later on in life. And, you know, it's got to be such a yeah. cool kind of thrill for somebody like yourself, right? You know, obviously you're very accomplished in your own right, but just getting to kind of meet these guys in your world's got to be got to be so cool. So it's something that I'm sure oh, you is. see. A, I'm sure you see a lot of this in these type of events, but we saw and I see this in my games all the time. But this week on the PGA Tour, Mark Leishman nearly smoked Corey Connors with a bunker shot. He basically shanked it, and he nearly hit Connors. Uh, you're not expecting yeah. that on the tour. What, what's one of the wilder things that's happened to you during a competitive round or even one of these type of events? I mean, I can only imagine the friendly fire and, and crossfire that's going on at some of these things from time to time. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, actually shanked one from a bunker myself uh, in a skins game. Uh many years ago and hit an elderly lady in the shins and uh god the noise it stayed with me for uh for years after that you know just the 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 crack of golf ball against shin bone um i've seen uh i've seen players get hit in the nuts before you know which is uh <laughs> yeah exactly you know right in the twins bullpen not good not good Oh, David, you you telling that story, it's giving me a flashback to one of the scariest moments of my golfing life. I was playing at like a media day pro-am type thing. And there was a there was a it looked like a woman and her granddaughter sitting in a cart. And I just rip pull a low screamer with my hybrid and it ricochets <laughs> right off the top of the cart. If it was an inch later or an inch lower, I might have killed a woman in front of her granddaughter. So I am I am right there with you feeling your pain in terms of uh, right. yeah, I did. I didn't have to hear it. But, man, that's uh, that's that's no fun at all. You know, when you're when you're doing these these type of events, like what what's been the most kind of surprising thing about them to you in terms of, you know, is it is it the way the guys play? Is it how much fun they have? Is it the amount of people you get out at these things? Because, you know, I think that an event like this and again, tickets still available, Faraday Classic uh, coming up next month, you know, an event like this, it's you know, when else are people going to be able to be close to not just you and not just watch great golf, but it's all of these celebrities from all different walks of life. Like what, what you know, just do your sales pitch a little. I, I feel like these events are great and they kind of fly under the radar. Well, uh, the first time that I did one of these uh, was back when I, I played in it myself. You know, it was uh, Curtis Strange and myself played Justin Leonard and Tiger Woods in New Bern, North Carolina. And uh, they sold 17,000 tickets for it. And it was uh, it was the same kind of thing. You know, we had we were all lavalier mic'd. Um, you know, and there were speakers on golf carts coming. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of sort of you know, trash talk and banter, you know, back and forth that, you know, the crowd could hear. And, um, you know, it was the interaction with the crowd. You know, that's that's the cool thing um, with these things. Um, I also did one with Tiger down at Blue Jack uh, Golf Club in Houston, Texas, um, where we did uh, a similar thing. Uh, he and Mark O'Meara played, and, and I did the commentary on it. You know, but the, the crowd gets involved, uh, and that's the cool part. Oh, sorry, my uh, guys. Uh, we, your mic. We got her here now. Yeah, sorry, go I, I turned yeah. off my mic to have a sip. I turned off my mic to have a sip of coffee, David. Um, so you <laughs> mentioned Tiger Woods there, and I just I just wanted to I just wanted to get your thoughts on him uh obviously given yeah. the world of golf more than we could ever imagine for or ask for but i i have to ask about the masters and after what we saw there 
you know how competitive he is. Maybe he doesn't have it, obviously, like he used to. Do you think he's closer to calling it quits than we may think? Do you think he's going to keep at this? Because we know how competitive he is, and we know what it looked like after yeah. Thursday at the Masters. Yeah, you know, it was 500 days, you know, since his last competitive round. So, I mean, I, I don't think you could read too much into how he played at, at the Masters. You know, once he's prepared and whatever, I fully expect him to win again. Uh, he, I, I don't think he's anywhere near quitting. Uh, we saw Phil win at the PGA a year ago. You know, Tiger has got his eye on that and thinking, well, you know, if Lefty can do it, you know, he he definitely can. He's in much better shape. He's a better player. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be shocked if he, if he doesn't win again, guys. Oh, I can't tell you how good that is to hear, David, because to pull back the curtain a little, me and my guy, Sam, we've been having this debate. McKee's kind of been telling me he's cooked, and I've been saying, no, I think he's going to come back, but I've only had my own dumb belief to go off. So now that I have someone like you in the game of golf uh, backing me up there, uh, that's that's so, so nice to hear. I mean, look, I, I think we all just – I think he needs to give it another go. And like you said, the Masters just clearly wasn't that. The body wasn't there. He had to try, but I, I firmly expect we'll, we'll see a different guy, even possibly at uh, St. Andrews later this year. You know, obviously the oh, other yeah. story – Obviously, the other big story in, in golf right now is these breakaway tours. You know, this is a really weird time in the game, quite frankly, that, you know, this is something that's been kind of bubbling up for the past few years, but it feels like it's it's here now. We're, we're not just hearing about it. We're seeing it. You know, there's going to be an event in a couple of weeks' time. What do you expect to happen with these breakaway tours, and do you think this will be something we're talking about for the next five, ten years, or do you think this is just a blip and eventually it'll go back to or, or kind of stay the way it all? is now it's difficult to to say how it's going to go but i mean it i think it's here and it, and it's here to stay um it, it, you know there's talk of the you know legal action and all the rest of the players aren't allowed to play you know if you play on one tour you're not allowed to play on the other but i i don't think that that flies you know you, you're talking about independent contractors who are playing you know uh, in an organization that is a non-profit so I, I'm not sure that nonprofit can tell an independent contractor where or or where they can't play. Um, you know, it, it, and if you come up with enough money, you're going to get good players uh, eventually. It may get off to a quiet start with players that you, uh, you you're not that familiar with, uh, apart from the occasional big name. But I, I think you know if they come up with enough money, uh, it'll uh, it'll turn out to be something uh, worth watching. Yeah, and you mentioned there with it may be a slow burn to start, but do you just kind of think it's a case of somebody, like a bigger name that kind of, you know, not necessarily paves the way, that's maybe not the right way to put it, but the first guy that goes, kind of other guys on tour look around and go, well, if he's doing it, maybe I will. Do you see a world where something like that happens? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the way I see it happening. You know, you get some guy out there that, that maybe is a, a second echelon player or whatever, you know, pops up and wins, you know, a $5 million first prize. You know, there's going to be a lot of people looking, looking at that and thinking, whoa, you know, that might be worth doing. Yeah. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want that money in, in their jeans? I think the other kind of interesting, in, in, well, I mean, oh, man, if it's, if it's 5 million bucks, you could be wearing, you know, cashmere pants who, who knows how comfy they'd be. Uh, you know, in, when you're, when you're looking at these breakaway tours, the kind of interesting thing that's, that I've been paying attention to is the idea of a different model. You know, we're used to the PJ tour 
tours in one place this week. It's in another place the next week. You have bigger tournaments and you have your majors, which are the biggest of them all. But they've been talking about this idea of team golf and it's almost like an F1 thing. I, I, I always tell myself I love team golf when I'm watching the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. And then the Zurich Classic comes up, and I'm going, okay, this is cool, but I don't really care all that much. Like, do you think the idea of a golf being a team sport week in, week out appeals to people, or do you think that it's a little too, I don't know, gimmicky, for lack of a better term? Well, I, I think that's the most interesting aspect of it, um, and it, uh, it depends who's on, uh, who's on the teams to a certain for extent. Sure. Um, you know, uh, but I, I think if it is a week in, week out thing, you know, where there's kind of a league, um, and, and you get interested in a couple of players or that, that are playing with, you know, together, that uh, it, it's got a chance. I mean, it's such an unknown quantity. Um, I, I think we've got to see it first for for uh, a few months to to really be able to answer those questions. So, uh, Gunnar mentioned net, uh, mentioned F one and the Netflix thing. Uh, I just I'm interested to get your take on that and what that can do for the game of golf, David. Yeah, um, I think it's a terrific uh, uh, idea. You know, going behind the scenes and and showing a little of these players that you don't see because you know social media has been one of the worst things for for golf. Uh, you know, the players there are a lot of characters out there that that can't really be characters, you know, because uh, of the, the atmosphere, you know, that we're playing this politically correct mm-hmm. garbage that we have to swallow every day is uh, it, it hasn't done a, a great deal for, uh, you know, these players and their ability to show who they are. So, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. I love it. So my last one for me, Dave, and I, I, a little birdie told me something about you interviewing John Daly in the rain. So then I Googled you and John Daly together, and I saw a video of John Daly hitting a ball out of your mouth. So I had never seen yes. that video before. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly this morning. But can you tell me about interviewing John Daly in the rain and maybe hitting a ball, him hitting a ball out of your mouth? Well, um, I interviewed him. There was a rain delay in, in Houston, and uh, I, I went into his – he's got this luxury bus or had at the time, you know, and I just made a left and, and went in, and Jim Nance threw it down to me. Uh, and uh, we were sitting behind kind of a Japanese screen, and uh, there was a mirrored cocktail cabinet above us, and the minute the red light went on on the camera, you know, my producer's yelling at me, like, get off, get off, get off, you know, and uh, the, the red light goes out. He says, you moron, can't you see what's in front of you? And I said, no, there's a screen in front of me. And in the cocktail cabinet up behind, John had the screen pulled down in the front of the bus with the Playboy channel was on. <laughs> so it was the shortest... It was the shortest uh, uh, interview in the history of sports. Oh, very on brand for for everyone involved. Uh, I think actually, uh, that's that's incredible, uh, man. Daily, what a character, and uh, it looks like we're uh, looks like we're getting the second coming of it. Of course, uh, him and his kids. Oh yeah, wonderful uh, Hooters partnership. So uh, very very on brand, uh, David. Before we let you go, thank you so much for for coming today. I just want to uh, pub the event uh, one more time. It is the uh, it's the Faraday Classic. That's uh, Tuesday, June seventh. Tickets still available, and that's presented by National Bank. It'll be at the Glen Karen Golf Club. Uh, David, thank you so much. Uh, tremendous really really enjoyed the chat and uh, enjoy the event when you're here it's a pleasure boys Real always thrill, a pleasure to be with you thank you thanks there he goes david Faraday. one weren't sure he was gonna call when you get a big wig like that can't believe Saturday he did morning. can't believe he called and then he brings the goods <laughs> when in doubt when you need a golf story 
just invoke like is John Daly the patron saint of great golf stories? The ghost of <laughs> just just say his name. He's like Beetlejuice. Just say it three times, and surely a decent story uh, will will appear. Man, that was a that, that was a ton of fun. So I'm I'm glad that I you know David Faraday will have no idea who I am, and I could eat the crap and get him to say that amazing thing about Tiger. Oh yeah, you know it's just like he just full confidence hasn't won hasn't played. He'll win again. Love it. He just made me tell told me I'm an idiot, and I'm couldn't be happier for it because that was a great answer well and the best the best part about it is that it's like that's exactly how i feel but i'm an idiot david faraday knows stuff he's been around the game like and there is a piece now he knows tiger pretty well if i'm uh, not so i'd say so it seems like (laughs) they're pretty friendly uh i mean yeah look it's just i i think i'm done i'm done counting them out i may be wrong i could be a million years old well i won't be i'll one day die uh, and then I will know I was wrong. But until then, I'm never, ever uh, giving up uh, the ghost. Until, until Charlie Woods has better odds uh, at, a, at a major championship, I will still be the Tiger. Uh, I think that's closer to, than we may think. It, it may be. It may very well be. Although it could be like a Bronny James scenario, and it's like, hold on. How good is the kid really? Okay. Uh, we don't need to go down that. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole here. What on a, a parallel. On a, on a Saturday morning. No. No, we don't. Uh, what'd you, what'd you, I think the most interesting stuff, obviously, aside from the, t- the Tiger and, and John Daly's uh, television viewing habits, I was so worried that was not going to be an answer that we could let go to air. I was sitting here going, oh, come on, David. And he did it. He landed the plane. Uh, outside of that, obviously, the, the breakaway tour stuff. We were dumping on Sergio a little bit. I think that's the, the kind of interesting thing in the game of golf right now. You know, I think you, you and I have been keeping an eye on this to various degrees. And that I, if I have my understanding correct, you have been keeping no eye on it and go, cool, tell me when there's another tour that I have to watch. And I have been trying to pay attention to it, but it just seems like stops and starts and stops and starts and stops and starts. Yeah. Let's say, hypothetically, there's a world where golf becomes F1 and Bryson DeChambeau and Victor Hovland are the duo for – you know, Cobra Puma. I know that wouldn't be the case because Hovland's a ping guy, but you know, we're, I didn't want to give him Ricky Fowler as a partner. Okay. Uh, you know, like, (laughs) does that, does that interest you? Are you more into that than you are just week in week out PGA tour? I, I think, I think it'd be something to kind of check in on depending on where they're playing, depending on, you know, what the PGA tour stop looks like. Like, I think it's my preference obviously will always be the PGA because that's where the best players in the world are. But like, if there's a world in which I can watch uh, Team Puma Golf play against, I don't know, who's the team, who's Williams of, uh, of uh, the PGA Tour? Uh, because we one day want <laughs> who's them to the sponsor. Who's the Nicholas Latifi? Because, because one day we want them to sponsor us or give us free stuff. No one. There is no one out there. Definitely not Kirkland. Definitely They're not all Harry. great. <laughs> but I think, I, I do think it's somewhat enticing, Connor. I really do. Yeah. And like we were talking about with David and like I asked him, I think it's a case of the first big boy that goes, right? Like, it's not going to be – listen, Jason Kokrak, I don't think it's going to be like – if he goes, I don't think Colin Morikawa is going to be like, you know, if King Kokrak's going, I'm going to go. But I think there's a world in which, you know, maybe Sergio goes or, you know, if Bryson goes or if one I of mean, these guys – It seems like Sergio's going. Said can't wait uh, two no, more weeks that, that I have to put up with this. So <laughs> That big – effing baby almost swore on air there but i just i just i do think that there is a world in which a number like it's a domino effect if no big guys ever go it's not going to work 
But all it takes is one or two for guys to see. And like Faraday said, if the money's there, I really think that it could work out. And hey, man, a little competition, that's good for thats good for numbers. That entices people to add more money to purses. That entices people to have big, like better events at better courses. Like The PGA Tour is great. I watch every weekend. But a little competition wouldn't hurt anybody. I really don't think it would. So I'm interested to see where this goes. And uh, if it's only Sergio that goes, I can guarantee that I will never watch the tour. But if we get some other names going, maybe there is a world where I do. But yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts on it, Gunner. That, that's interesting. I, I think where I'm at is that I, if I could have my druthers and I'm not in charge, so I don't get to pick the way it is, I would like mm. it if we, if I was doing it, if you made me the commissioner of golf for all of the world, uh, f- first things first, uh, every hole is dogleg right. Okay, for, that's the first thing. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm the commissioner of golf. Every you know, hole is 15 at Lakeview for me. That's right, that's right. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, what I would like is I would like a world where the PGA Tour stays the PGA Tour. We have our week in, week out. Okay, it's the Wells mm-hmm. Fargo. Great. The boys are in North, North Carolina. Okay, love it. Oh, we got a major. Okay, it's really exciting. But I, would, I think it would be interesting if they effectively blew out the WGCs, added, I don't know, five more of them or something. So you have like a nine tournament schedule and you turn that into like a mini f1 season within it like Mm. rory mcelroy is partnered with whoever and it's team golf and uh, you know we're doing alternate shot and we're doing the four ball and we're doing all that and then it just because we already have these wgc's that it's like okay this is a big tournament but it's only a big tournament because all the guys are here and yeah you get more rankings points but like who really cares about the wgc's nobody the mac plays cool but other than that we don't have that feel so that's the way i'd like to do it i'd love to just keep the tour as the tour and then have the wgc's kind of be have something more defining about them maybe you need to have like an international component to your team maybe it can't just be two americans or something i i I don't like that that's the way i'd kind of i'd kind of go about it i remember growing up the wgc was such a big deal like it was you know i I remember that Doral being such a big deal. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I remember the, like the days of my youth of being so monster. excited about the WGC, and I do love the match play. I really do love the match play. Awesome That's one of, of the one of the tourneys I really look forward to every year. I love that course. There's just it's such a perfectly designed course for match play, just with all the risk reward and the fun holes and whatnot. Think of that par four over the water where Scotty Scheffler tried to drive the green for some reason. Uh, yep. Uh, he still won, but that was not the smartest play by him. Um, I, 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 I like that idea about the WGCs and, you know, it's, it's really changed since we were kids with that, but yeah, um, good stuff there, Gunnar. That's a good idea. Maybe you should be the czar of golf. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm the honorary, I'm the honorary, uh, Marshall of Toronto golf. So maybe you can be the honorary czar of the PGA tour. How's that sound? Your, your title's it. better. It is. It is much, much better. Now, the only problem with it is I'm already going against my idea. We are removing the match play from the WGCs. We can't lose that one. It's too sweet. I can't. Yeah, like it, it is, is too good. It is amazing how quickly that is vaulted into my must. And look, like I'm a sicko. I watch Euro Tour golf, so I'm definitely watching yeah. every PGA Tour event. But it's like it is quickly. It's amazing how quick that is vaulted itself into the. You know, the Arnold Palmer, Riviera. Yeah, like, it's just part of that club. Like, I don't know yeah. what the number is, but outside of the majors, it's just, it's it's one of the ones there. And It's you know, top I, five out of the majors, for sure. For sure. For Out, sure outside is. of the majors, it's top five. 
and it and i think the best part about it is that we it'd be so easy to oversaturate it and say okay cool let's do another match play for but no just Correct. give us the one i love it like it, the fact that it is standalone it's so sexy you always have some guy who is our who is our guy trying to take down tiger a few years ago uh beersy beer regard yeah and then tiger hit that amazing shot out of the shrub when he beat mackle like man just that event is so cool and i love it it's a perfect event place for it so yes i love my wgc idea but not that one we have to i have to repurpose that into just regular regular pga tour so gunner the next time we talk well that's not that's a lie we're gonna be at the, the, the we're gonna be at the the station tomorrow night in the absolute we're gonna be, sweat we're gonna be zone. Hugging it out when the Leafs take a 3 1 lead. <laughs> sweat zone. But the next time after that we see each other, we'll be uh, at St. George's in Toronto. I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm, I, I'm very lucky to be in this industry and get to do what we do. And I can't wait to have a full report on it. And I'm going to be at Humber Valley tomorrow, swinging those one length irons. 10.20 a.m. I have a wedding tonight. I could be a little green under the gills Ooh. at that time, but it's all right. Uh, yeah, shout out uh, Laura and Bradley getting married tonight. going to be a hell of a time. There you go. Shout out to my buddy Drew, who will be playing Humber Valley about two year, two hours before him. So if you see him out there, uh, he's, <laughs> a little pale. he's a little pale and he has freckles. So if you see him out there, uh, say shout out to me. And then and then cry a single tear for me because I was supposed to be playing in that round. But then as I, as I reminded you all, and let me do my PSA to end the show here, be – uh, gentlemen with mothers and or wives who are mothers careful yeah. out there Care- careful out there tomorrow we all Ca- love a Sunday range sesh we do just careful get it in hey. how you can and just heads up head on a swivel boys be careful out there boys yeah so my number one th- I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to my mom I'll let you do a, my mom's yes. an unbelievable person Mother's Day it's a very important day our mothers have given us everything so uh, shout out Marianne love ya Gunner, your turn. Oh, love it. What a way to end the show. Sharon, God love you. Nobody can swing a driver like you. I don't know if that's a compliment. You might have dented the crown of about seven drivers, and it is no fault of the manufacturer. Uh, that is all user error. But God love you, Mom. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, be, uh, wouldn't be where I am without you. I know McKee feels the exact same way. Bingo. And uh, McKee, for, for your actually, mom. Actually. For your mom. Use that, use that seven iron chip around the greens tomorrow. That one length seven iron for your mom. I know she would want to see it, buddy. And I actually have to give my mom a shout out again because she has a 13 wood in her bag. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I is... give her a hard time. Every time we play golf together, she's like, I hit a good shot with it. I'm like, that's a stupid club. So that's uh, that's his mom a club as it gets. So uh, shout out to all the pretty moms sure it's out Nancy there. Lopez too. So hey, there it you go. Doesn't get much more mom. It's what's in my mom's bag as well. McKee, tons of fun. We're gonna play St. George's uh. on Monday. We'll talk about it next Saturday. And go Leafs, go! It's been the golf show brought to you by Subaru, your local Ontario Subaru dealers. It is the home of uncommon performance in a Subaru with legendary symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Thanks so much for listening to the golf show. Brent Gunning and Sam McKee right here on Sportsnet. Five. Night of the fan.